Welcome to the Becoming a Victory Girl interview series. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez. Please join us today as we talk about walking in wholeness and living in victory. It's Amy Lang. Sorry that took us a second. Neither one of us have ever really done a lot of uh, that Facebook Live thing, and it takes a moment to get it all started. So I am Amy Lang, and I'm excited to have you here. This is the first in a series of the Becoming a Victory Girl interview series, and today I have Julie Humquist. Julie lives right down the road. Hi, Colorado Springs. Hi. Yep, she's in Colorado Springs, and we met just before a writing conference last summer. Yep. And have become good, fast friends. Um, I invited Julie to come on today because she absolutely is a victory girl. She um, is walking out her God-given destiny. And we're just going to talk a little bit about what she's doing and how she uh, ministers to women and see how the conversation goes. All right, Julie, first question. How have you been walking in victory. I see you as a victory girl and I hope you see yourself as a victory girl too because you are doing a lot of things in the kingdom. So tell me just a little bit about what you do and how you're walking in victory in your own life. Well, thanks for having me, Amy. Um, I feel like I'm walking in victory most days, but then again, we don't go according to our feelings, right? We're not supposed to. <laughs> We're not supposed to. Um, so I currently write, I blog, I write some devotions and I do some video devotions for an app called Refocus. And I tend to write for women that are stuck in their circumstances and they need to lift their eyes a little higher to see God moving within their circumstances. Well, um, what is one particular thing that you like to write about where you feel like you've had a lot of um, influence, where God's given us all a territory of influence, a sphere of influence, what would be one place that you see yourself really um, making a difference? Um, that's a good question. I feel like, um, well, first of all, there's two words in the original language in the Greek that mean time. And one of them is Kairos and one of them is Kronos. And I write a lot about that. Kronos is simply the ticking of the clock, passing time and so on. Kairos is where I like to live. It's that sweet spot where the divine intersects our everyday lives and we, are, um, we make room for him. We acknowledge him in our everyday lives of him speaking to us. He's always talking to us and those are the divine opportunities where the stuff of heaven intersects the things of earth. And so I try to get people to recognize those areas in their lives. Well, um, I know your, uh, the place that you write is called stuff of heaven and that fits yeah. right in. You guys can find Julie at stuff of heaven com. And I am not totally sure that this is working because I'm on my computer and I can't see us. So I don't know. If well, I can see us, but I only, did you switch the viewing to just us or did you? Um, on this one, put it public. So this is our public page, mm -hmm. my public page. So well, I'm fine with being a guinea pig, Amy. 
<laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate yes. that. And if nothing yes. else, we'll just show the recorded version of it in a little bit. But yes. that takes the uh, pressure off us too. So um, I think one of the things that I want to accomplish through this Victory Girl um, interview series is I've been talking a lot about my book this month, uh, Becoming a Victory yes. Girl. For those of you who don't know Yay. about it. Um, I launched my book this month and I've been talking a lot about it, but the real thing that I want to talk about is the women that I see actually walking this out. They're walking in their God-given destiny. They're just, we're just normal everyday girls yeah. with um, yeah. kids and spouses and uh, jobs and messy floors and uh, life in general <laughs> just going on around. Yes. And I just want to share how the book can minister to people in their everyday lives so that they can know that if they, you know, um, do read the book, that there's going to be some stuff that they can apply in their everyday life. So what do you think was the biggest impact that you had from reading the book? Um, maybe you were already doing something. Maybe it was something you were already um new but it really solidified it for you how did that what do you have to say about that well um in the book there's a scripture that you make mention of uh let's see it's genesis 15 14 it says then i'll punish their slave masters your offspring will march out of there loaded with plunder and i know sometimes in my life i have felt defeated, whether it's from my own choices or just things that have happened that have been out of my control and God doesn't waste any of it. He, we, it would be shameful to come out of that battle with just a bunch of battle scars and not have anything that we've taken back from the enemy. And so I've purposed in my heart that when the enemy has come at me or attacked in any way, I kind of engage spiritual warfare in such a way that I do the opposite. So when um, he is coming against our finances, I become a giver. When he is coming against my marriage, I am more intentional in um, undergirding and solidifying my marriage with prayer and just I don't know, just um, reacting differently in different situations with my husband that would then would be normal, my normal reaction. I love and that. Same with my, thanks. So, so, same with my special needs son. When he is, um, he can sometimes get aggressive at times. And when he is kind of having a meltdown, I just do some, instead of getting discouraged and spiraling down like I normally would emotionally, I just choose something different. I choose to maybe minister to another mom who is a special needs mom. So I, I, I'm taking that plunder like you mentioned. <laughs> I love that because you know what he does? He just wants to take everything that he can from us, steal our joy, um, wreck our lives and mess with our ministry. And we yep. have everything that we need to combat him. And I love that you are taking what um, we talked about in the book about there's always bounty on the battlefield. There's always stuff for us to gather from a, from a battle. And God wants us to use that 
going forward because it strengthens us. It gives us confidence that he's shown up and in the places yes. that we've been, we can take those things forward with us because there's going to be another battle. Right. Unfortunately. And hopefully we're stronger the next time it mm -hmm. comes around. Yes. I love that. I love that you just combat it with the opposite that we can, um, when things are, that we claim joy when things are um, tight in our finances that we can become a giver that's some good advice girl I love that um, what would you say same with, when we're what no I was just gonna say same with when I'm feeling insecure I do something out of my comfort zone like this because I'm like <laughs> oh, no Satan you're not gonna have the final say yes you know, so walk in confidence with God. So yeah, it's the opposite spirit. That is a good word. I hope that people will be able to take that and really apply it. I know I talk about in the book um, that there, we can't uh, always uh, rely on our floundering feelings, but we can walk in a fortified faith, in a flourishing, yeah. in a growing faith that we can walk. I in like how you said that. Flourishing faith, yes. It is flourishing because, you know, um, as we nurture it and as we walk in it and we do those things that you were talking about and continue to take um, the actions to step into our territory, he right. meets us there and he gives us strength. There's that verse in Psalms that says that he clothes us for battle. Mm, yes. Yes. Clothing. I think a lot you brought out in the book, you brought out a lot of scripture that um, has to do with the spiritual warfare. A lot of people just know the Ephesians 6, the armor of God, you know, but there's so much more that you brought out in this book about armor, um, the armor that, we're, that we've been given and the, the equipping and so on and so forth. So it, yeah, there's more than just the Ephesians 6 that has to do with the spiritual warfare. I do talk about Ephesians 6. Um, obviously, that is something that whenever we're talking about spiritual warfare, people go to that scripture um, yes. after. But yes, there is so much more. And one of the things that I really want people to know is that as believers, we have everything we need to fight at the battle. We have been given absolutely every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms to yes. not only fight, but to win. Yes. And it may not feel like we're um, winning or <laughs> having victory, but um, if we just wait it out, and that's part of the battle plan that I talk about, um, waiting on the Lord can be one of, standing still can be one yes. of the things that is so powerful in the spiritual realm that if we will wait on the Lord, he will meet us there. Yes. And we fight from a place of victory, from victory we're not fighting for the victory because the victory has already been won. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. All right, um, well, what is um, a place in your life that you might be, and this is off the cuff, so I'm gonna put you on the spot, but what is a place in your life where you think, gosh, I wanna have some more victory? Because I know a lot of our, um, the people who are gonna be listening to this, the book club and um, other girls that listen to this are mm -hmm. thinking, well, she's not facing the same thing that I am, but 
Um, yeah. We all have places that, yes, we can be walking in victory, but there's other places that we want to walk in more victory. Right. Um, I would say probably not letting my circumstances, what's going on around me, determine what my future will look like. I tend to take where I'm at now in life and I project it way into the future. So whatever struggle I'm currently having, I kind of get defeated before I even start engaging in the battle sometimes. Like finances, my husband recently lost his job. And we've been down this road before. Um, so I tend to have a fatalistic view of that this is how it's always going to be. We're always mm -hmm. going to be struggling. But I was talking to my husband recently about it that no, we, we, like you said, we are operating from a place of victory. We have been given everything we need for this battle. And that includes, we have to um, make it real and applicable every day. Mm -hmm. And I talked to my husband about when, we, when that worry starts to come on us and that anxiety and, you know, all these thoughts that just kind of overwhelm us. We need to stop them in their tracks and say, no, he is Jehovah Jireh, my provider. And if that's who he is in the word, that's what he says he is. So we're either going to believe that or we're going to call God a liar and just walk and continue to walk in that anxiety and that worry. But it's an I ongoing everyday battle. I think that it is an everyday battle and defeat can feel so um, ongoing. Like we're not ever going to be able to step out of that. One of the things right. that I do um, and I talk about in the book as well is recounting the ways that God showed up for you in the mm -hmm. past enables us to have hope and confidence to walk into the future. And yes. I think that when we do that, it makes the enemy so mad because he's like, oh, I thought I had him there. I thought I could, <laughs> you know, worm my way in there and get in their finances. That is such a big one for married couples. Um, well, for anybody um, that he gets in there and he thinks he's got a, a headway. And if we just start praising the Lord and doing what you said a minute ago, giving, um, whether it's just giving up your time or, you know, taking a meal to someone or right. actually giving right. money that you are like, I don't even have this. Um, that is a way that we just combat him and we win. We, we earn some ground. We get some ground in our territory. Yes. Trying to, uh, jump on. That's so good, Amy, because I mean, the Israelites were told over and over and over again, remember, remember, remember. And as we recount those things, it builds our faith. And, you know, I was talking to my husband again about our finances. And I was like, his word is more sure than the sun that will come up the next morning. We don't even question yeah. the sun showing up the next morning. We just take it for granted. But his word is even more sure than that. And so we need to look at our past and remember and build those memorials in our minds that God has shown up in those areas. And so he's faithful. He will, he will do it again. He will do it again and again and again, no matter what we feel or what we see in our natural mind. 
That is so true. I've been doing that this week, um, praying for a local pastor's son mm -hmm. that um, had a infection led to his brain. They had to do brain surgery and he's just a 22 year old kid fighting for his life. And yeah. about a year and a half ago, my sister was in the hospital with a rare blood disorder. And um, I remember being at the hospital and feeling like, oh, there's no hope. What are we going to do? Um, it's so bad, you know, but then I would other people would come and they would say, hey, I remember when the Lord showed up for my son or for, um, you know, somebody that I knew. And so as I've been praying for this family this week, I've been praying, Lord, do it again. I remember what you did for Molly. I remember what you did before. Do it again. You are still a miracle working God. Yeah, that's just really good. Okay, I mean, what? It, it, we're talking about these things but it is easier said than done. It is, it's a choice. Like every moment, you know, mm -hmm. we have to make our minds go. We have to take those thoughts captive. Yes, we do. And it is an everyday deal. Sometimes it's like every minute of the hour. Not yes. just uh, yeah. once in the morning, once at night. It's an ongoing yes. thing. So. I agree. Um, all right, so I'm gonna ask you um, another question right now what is this is just a fun question what is something that you are either reading or listening to that is encouraging you in your walk to walk in victory to just face okay. your battle every day is there a song is there a book is there a, a blog or something like that well i have a playlist on spotify that i <laughs> created called on fire okay <laughs> i it on fire when I'm feeling defeated, I just kind of turn that on and it's all songs about victory and overcoming and so on and so forth. And I can, you know, we can share some of those songs in your comments or whatever. Okay. Um, something, yeah, something I feel that I've been studying recently and this is, it's called the Enneagram. Are you familiar with the Enneagram? I am a little okay. bit, but don't ask me which one I am because I always forget. <laughs> okay. I think I'm a one. Um, but I don't can know. you hear me? Uh-huh. I couldn't hear you just now. You cut out. But oh, okay. Um, I guess learning about myself and my default patterns of behaving and reacting has been um, has revolutionized my marriage, my family. Um, learning as an I'm a seven, and an unhealthy seven will tend to take on the characteristics of an unhealthy one, type one. I know it's kind of confusing, but just that knowledge in and of itself, an unhealthy one becomes this hard taskmaster and wants to get everything done and wants everything done right and so on and so forth. God's been asking me to just kind of go with the flow. And oh, that's hard. Yeah, yeah. If things don't get done, they don't get done. And, but I'm maintaining, I'm keeping my relationship with my kids in that. I'm not um, exasperating them, you know, before yeah, they were supposed to do that. That's biblical. Don't exasperate I know. your children. I don't know. That's in Proverbs. <laughs> when I do, when I become this taskmaster, I kind of leave my family in the wake. They become mm -hmm. casualties, you know, because I've been, I, I'm screaming at them or they're, I'm unhappy because they're not getting it done how I want it done or whatever. But, um, so that's, that is something I've been reading and studying recently, but yeah. And I'm, 
currently writing a book. And so I tend not to read a lot. I know we talked about that. Yeah, I don't want to regurgitate what I've read. I want it to be God giving me the thoughts to put down. So, I mean, I know there's nothing new under the sun and we're all, you know, operating from the same Bible and, and so on, but I just don't want to plagiarize anybody. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, I think it's great that you mentioned that you're using some different tools. Um, Proverbs 24, 5 says, wisdom can make anyone a mighty warrior. And we do have to be knowledgeable about different things in order to fight well and to fight the good right. fight. So I think that's good. We'll put some um, links in the thing, uh, in the uh, comments, and we will uh, let people know where they can find the Enneagram and yeah. some of the songs in your playlist. I love it. I, is it called Fire? I think it, I'll put it as Holy Spirit on Fire or something. Okay. <laughs> well, that is exciting. All right. Well, yes. we are about 20 minutes in, and I think this is actually playing on my personal page, not my ministry page, but I'll share okay. it over to my page, hopefully. And okay. if we learn something, uh, we'll be wiser. <laughs> After I want to say one more thing that okay. I learned um, from your book. And I told you that one quote, or I think it's the scripture. I think it's Psalm 76, 3. The weapons that once wounded become the kindling that sets our heart ablaze. That's actually not a scripture, but it is scriptural. Right. Okay, gotcha. But those are actually okay. my words. I like that quote. The weapons yes. that once well, wounded. I love become because, the kindling that sets our heart ablaze. Yeah. I recently came out of a time um, where I, that some, through some choices of my own, mm-hmm. I was walking defeated, but those very things have been the, those very areas have been the things that God has used to kind of propel me, kind of set my heart on fire for him and his purposes and my calling. He's kind of taken that time of my life and just kind of thrust me forward in my calling because of that time. The enemy wasn't having a final say. I love that. And you know what? He is so good and he is so faithful. God is so good and so faithful to meet us in the middle of our mess and take the very things that the enemy meant to use against us and propel us um, to a new place of victory and gain new place. Yeah. And he does that in such a sweet way. Um, We, you know, it's not always easy. We have to walk through that stuff, especially when we do things of our own choice, the messes that we make ourselves. But we, um, he takes those things and he uses them to build us up inside. And he, um, what was meant for evil turns to good. It strengthens us and it makes us stronger if we allow it. If we allow it. Yeah. Allow it. That's the key thing. It just kind of draws me to his heart even closer because when you've been forgiven, Mm -hmm. when you know the depth that you've been forgiven, you love that much more. I love it. (laughs) I love it. That is super sweet. Um, thank you so much, Julie, for sharing how you're walking in victory and how you've become a victory girl. I know that some of the things that um, we've talked about today are going to um, really help other women who are walking through different things, uh, different uh 
financial things, uh, struggles with their kids, whatever it is that they're facing today. So I'm just going to close this out in prayer. And I'm super excited to have you on here. And we'll get to sharing this all over the place so that people can uh, hear us. Sounds good. Thanks for coming on. Yes, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Father God, I just thank you for this opportunity to talk about walking in victory. And although this uh, video may not have uh, been uh, on the right place or at the uh, right uh, settings, I know that you're going to work mightily through it. Lord, I pray that you would meet every woman uh, exactly where she is today in the battle that she's facing and help her to walk in victory. Lord, I pray that you would help her to become a mighty warrior because of the work of the cross. We just give you all the glory and honor and praise. And I thank you for Julie's ministry, her writing, and everything that she is doing to help women see you more clearly and to show them the stuff of heaven, Lord. I just love the name of her uh, blog, her uh, website. Really, it is all about the stuff of heaven that we want to share with other people. Lord, we pray that your will would be done, that you would bring uh, your kingdom to earth, that you would give us new territories and new places to walk in, and that you would continue to encourage us to be your victory girls. Thank you so much for all that you're doing and all that you will do. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Carol. Thanks so All right. much. It was so fun having you on the Becoming a Victory Girl interview series. You're the first one. Yes. And I'm excited. Yep. Yes, I'm excited about your book, Amy. Thanks so much. Talk soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for the Becoming a Victory Girl interview series today. Please remember to like, subscribe, and comment. You can find out more about my ministry at amylane.com.